0: Six oh seven. Fresh off my trip to the snow prom, I'm your host Mike C. Back in the studio this week. With me, as always, first of all, it's been reported that he has signed a 13-year deal worth 330 million dollars to play with the Los Angeles Sparks of the WNBA. Please, everybody,
1: stand up and say hello to Rich. That's right. If if Phelan Fox can do it in MMA, I can do it in the <laughs> WNBA. You better then, believe right? it. And, you better uh, believe it. And you know, like I uh, we always say, being the, the fat thing is not just a gimmick, it's a way of life. So I, I definitely have the boobs for it. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> and you're worth every penny. I am. Damn it. I'm I'm better than Bryce Harper.
0: Just you, throwing it out there. You wouldn't believe how much we have to pay Rich to be a part of this team. <laughs> <laughs> Big bucks. Big bucks. And, of course, also with us in the studio this week, he is the owner of 8122 Production Studio. Everybody say hello to Ron. Well, it's happening. All right, so unfortunately, we have some bad news to pass along to start off this week's episode. Uh, We have to acknowledge the passing of the great Luke Perry. Uh, So unfortunately, he had a stroke last week, and... uh, you know, unfortunately, did not make it through it. So uh, he, of course, shot to fame playing Dylan McKay on Beverly Hills 90210 back in the early 90s. Uh, he also starred in the 1992 film Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which, of course, had the horror element to it. So that's why we're talking Absolutely. about him. And uh, most recently, he was playing Fred Andrews on the CW's uh, Riverdale, which I do watch. And yeah. uh, so it kind of has like a creepy horror yeah. element yeah. to it. You know they they talk a lot about uh, horror and they give a lot of horror homage in that. So wanted to make sure we pass that. You know, of course everybody knows by now, but wanted to discuss it real quickly. Uh, unfortunately, just fifty two years old.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, uh, he had a lot going on right now. Yeah. Riverdale's yeah. a hit. 90210's coming back with the original cast, so they just signed that. So I'm sure yeah. he was part of that deal.
0: He wasn't. He was actually not signed on because of his commitments oh, okay. to Riverdale. But you know, but if still, the thing takes off, I'm sure that still he you know, had that
1: could have had that paycheck
0: coming. Yeah. Yeah. Of course,
1: his son uh, is a, a professional wrestler named jungle boy and he is uh he just signed a deal with aew so big things were happening and unfortunately you know that's just the way of it uh like you said it was a massive stroke they put him in a medical induced coma and then from there yeah, yeah unfortunately sad news uh,
0: i liked like luke perry a lot so oh, yeah. liked him on Riverdale. daily was great and uh you know what we're talking about the wrestling thing you know also the guy that scared me to death as a kid king kong bundy also passed away the same day
1: yeah, uh, it was crazy. Uh, both of them were on the 25th anniversary of no. King Pong Bundy was the second, the day after, we were Luke Perry, because Luke Perry no, passed same away. Day was it wasn't the same day. Oh, yeah. I, John, I didn't see the report until the day after because we recorded a podcast on yeah. Monday. Yeah, it was on the fourth. That was when twenty uh,
0: fifth anniversary of John Candy's death. Yeah,
1: John Candy's death on the fourth. But yeah, uh, I didn't see the reports for Bundy until the next morning. So yeah. maybe yeah. it was late night. It was after we recorded. But yeah. So yeah, it's that's, that's too bad. I'm sure we'll be talking about him this week on Three FNW coming out Friday. So.
2: Yeah. The unofficial uh. cousin in the in the Bundy family from Married with Children. Yes. Yeah. yeah <laughs> that yes. was pretty awesome. Yes, I remember that.
0: Uh, so one other thing I just wanted to clarify: the old man in Gremlins was in fact named Mr. Wing. Yes, okay, that's fine. yes. I was listening last week, and uh, he was only known as grandfather in the first film, but uh, it was now it was uh, he was named Mr. Wing in the
1: sequel. Okay. Just making sure. I so, want to make sure yeah, it was could, a typo. So. I, could, I couldn't remember.
2: <laughs> I was like, oh. Yeah, we figured you'd yeah. uh, pick
1: up on that. We were just like, eh, we'll cover all bases. Wing, wing, you wing, did. Wong. And I was proud of you guys. Matter. I was proud Covered of you guys. all of them.
0: of them after the whole. Uh, uh, Lutz, Kurtz, fiasco. Which, <laughs> you know, you know. The last yeah, time I wasn't here. Whatever. You know, it's so, so close enough. You guys, you guys covered all your bases. I'm proud. I'm proud. Uh, so the next thing I want to talk about uh, in video game news, which we don't talk enough about on this uh, on this show, uh, there was a potential leak this week that The Last of Us Part Two will finally be
1: releasing this October. Oh, well, good news! I like Last of Us. It was, Great it was game, a fun game. One I, of my I, I favorites. Enjoyed
0: it. Yeah, I've gone back and played it a few times. I can't wait for this one nice so exciting exciting um uh, another thing that we want to talk about on here because we posted rich actually posted it on our website uh, on the facebook website i should say to clarify that um some a lot of critters news. Oh, yeah, tons out. of critters news. So, uh, yeah, excited. It really, you know, it's exciting <laughs> indeed. Um, in addition to Shudder's new series, Critters a New Binge, which is debuting on March 21st, so coming up in about two weeks, uh, the Sci Fi Network actually just finished filming the new Critters film.
1: That's right, we got both coming. I'm glad I have my Shudder. Uh, and once again, I do not get paid by Shudder. So <laughs> However, if you guys do want to pay me or just at least give me my four ninety nine a month subscription for free, I'll take that as well. Although, that's the best four I'm spending currently. Yeah, I still uh, need got, to sign up for they it. They got a lot of awesome stuff on there from documentaries to movies to now the Critter Show that starts this month. Nice. So, that's nice. what I'm excited. I'm going to binge right through that bad boy. Binge? Did you say binge? Yes. <laughs> as in a new binge? Yes. Well, it's a new bite. No, no. pun intended. Yeah, hmm. sure. They're, they're going to have bites. They're going to have swallows. Yeah. They're going to have chewing, gnawing. <laughs> a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. I hope they form that giant ball because that's one of my favorite parts of uh, all Critter <laughs> movies. Yeah.
0: Well, what do you think of the rumor that uh, the movie that sci fi is doing is actually going to star the original Critter star, D. Wallace?
1: Ooh, I'm excited about that. I know. I'm it. always excited about anybody who's going to be coming back to a franchise. It's always good news.
0: Yeah. What's with Sci Fi all of a sudden? These these remakes or or sequels,
1: I should say. They repackaged themselves, as you remember. And that's why they're now S Y F Y, Sci Fi. Uh, and then they wanted to go back to their roots, which their roots, if you remember, when they first launched that channel, Hork. was all sort was all sci-fi and horror. Yeah. And so they're just going back to their roots, and I think that that's an amazing thing. I mean, why is it that AMC got to make all the money from Walking Dead? That should have yeah. been a sci-fi thing all day. And I think yeah. that's really what they're looking at, is that these other uh, companies and other commodities, whether it be Netflix or AMC or, you know, insert name here, Shutter even... Why are they making all this money in a field that uh, they're more than capable of producing and making? And I think also with the success of Sharknado was another big reason they're turning the corner. Because yes, yeah. it's it's not a you know a classic horror film, but it is in the vein of horror and co- it's a horror comedy, and it's it's kind of like oh wait we can make money this way right. just the same as Leprechaun. Is a horror comedy I mean we didn't like that The Leprechaun Returns movie But that doesn't matter It still was horror comedy There was comedy elements to it And just like Critters Is a horror comedy So I feel like They're kind of going On the lighter edge of horror But I wouldn't be surprised If they don't dip In the deep end At some point They
0: need to get more serious And they kind of tried There was that one It was kind of like A grindhouse looking series That didn't make it I don't even remember What it was called now uh, I'm
1: not. I'm not sure. But they're also now playing a lot of uh, movies and stuff that they're getting the rights to. Yeah. Damn. Uh, you know, obviously edited versions for television. But yeah, they're pl- still it's like better than again. nothing.
0: It's better than waiting until October to see it in on AMC. Right. Absolutely. And getting I, it around.
1: I, I look at it as they need to just keep that uh, pace up. That's why I was also surprised about the CBS decision to put the Twilight Zone show on uh, the CBS uh, streaming, streaming streaming service, service. Yeah. Yeah. because. CBS owns Sci-Fi. Why not just put it on Sci-Fi? And then you could get people to watch Sci-Fi because they're losing that you know WWE was on Sci-Fi for a while and it was boosting their ratings a little bit as far as a whole channel. Uh, but it doesn't fit, the, you know, the product. But it's still boosting their well, ratings.
0: And here's another thought that goes along with that too. I don't see the numbers. I, I've never looked at the numbers, but their biggest ratings of the year have got to be used to be in July, and you know, for Fourth of July and then New Year's Eve. It, last year they didn't play the Twilight Zone on. Uh, uh, Fourth of July, like they usually do, they went with something else. But you know, New Year's Eve yeah. Yeah. for two, three days, they play the Twilight Zone marathon. It's got to be their biggest ratings of the year.
1: Right, uh, close. I close mean, there's, it, there's not- been there's been other shows that they've had on that, that were rather successful. But I mean, like I said, uh, hopefully they're steering in the right direction because there is a lot of competition. It's like why not get into that market? I mean, yep. and especially like I said with The Walking Dead, I picked that in particular not because I agree or you know most of us have tapped out from that, but also look how much of a mega hit it was, and it was made for television. Therefore, they could have done it on the Sci-Fi Channel. Yeah. I'm not saying that they were offered on the Sci-Fi. I'm just saying they could have done something similar and gotten into that money, yeah. right? And they didn't. They came late to the party. So yeah. hopefully, now they're going to pave a way of coming early to the party. Yeah, yeah. their, their problem
2: always a lot of their shows get canceled early. Yeah, and. They like, I don't know. What it's it the is. CBS way. Yeah. Think about it. CBS, yeah. man.
1: Yeah. Like, it's either well, you stay, we love you long time because you get us good ratings, or it, the ratings can be good, but they're fluctuating, if you will, and then they just axe it right away. Yeah. Which is stupid. Fox well, is notorious for that, too. Fox does it, too. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That, and it's also, they get a lot of their shows off of Science in Canada, which yeah. is their sci fi channel. Yeah. It's just called the Science Channel. And it's not like science, it's not like our science channel, but it's like sci fi. And they get a lot of their shows from there, and then if it gets axed there, you know, it's like, eh. I, that, it. That's my only argument with sci-fi, No, I get it. I get that, it. I, I I love a lot of their shows. Or they've had, rebooted
1: yeah. English shows. There uh, was another show also with the, the vampire. Yeah, the, 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 the I can't remember uh, the name of the house guy, show.
2: Or house rule. Or how, I know. The ghost. The vampire. Yeah, and the I just can't remember girl. what it was
1: called. I, I, I don't know why I'm trying to blank. But anyways, yeah, that was also a British. No, it, it was also a British show that yeah, came over to the States too. just I'm dropping the ball. Sorry, guys. Wow.
2: It's going to come back to me in a minute. Uh, so,
1: well, that's what I got for sci-fi. What do you got next?
0: Uh, last week it was announced that Yaya Abdul Mateen was going to be playing Candyman in the new Candyman film. Actually, it's now rumored that he's not going to be playing Candyman. He's going to be playing uh, a different character in the in the film. They so, giveth and
1: they taketh away in the uh, same breath.
0: I know more on that as it's announced. You know, we'll keep everybody <laughs> up to date on that. But that was uh, right from bloody disgusting. I was
1: gonna say it was universally reported he was doing it, including yeah. they had uh, comments from. No. Yeah, Tony Todd. Yeah, Tony yeah. sorry. Wow, I'm drawing all <laughs> sorts of blanks today. <laughs>
2: it's been a
1: long day. It has been a long day, but yeah, and I got to go to work on my day off. That's that's even worse. So, and this is why you make the been big there, bucks, man. That. Don't 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 uh, remind me of that. That's why the Sparks are paying you that big money uh you yeah. know kind of you got to put in the work
0: <laughs> all right so uh we got a great show for everybody this week um we're gonna take a quick break
1: but Ooh, if there's hold any hold on hold on we're, we're, we're taking a break why are we taking a break because we got a big show yeah well, but we have show. other things of segments we're not even talking about the breaking news breaking news is bright trailer two just yeah. dropped today right before we went on air Huh. If you would have checked your uh, phone. I did see it earlier. I <laughs>
2: forgot that we were gonna talk about that. We'll just yeah, also kinda... also the show with name was Being Human. Sorry. Oh it's being, being but... human. Thank you. Oh yeah. You. Uh, being, yeah. being human was the show. Yeah, the sorry side guys, side. I was driving me crazy until I figured it but out. But yes,
1: anyways, so the Brightburn trailer. Uh I just watched it. I thought it was phenomenal. Uh it looks when... more Superman esque now, yeah. which is even better.
2: When the when the glass shatters and her eye gets got me, I was yeah. I had oh, the it the puke made out. me cringe. She's and like then... pulling it out. I'm like <clears throat> That movie just, looks incredible. I just
1: like the fact that now they focused on him a little more, so you get to see a little bit more of this kid and his superpowers, and his yeah. nuts. So I'm I'm still thinking that's going to be the best uh, horror superhero movie of the year. That's my pick. It was my pick at the beginning of the year. Well, now that New Mutants is, <laughs> hasn't even <laughs> done their well, reshoots. I was say, New Mutants, we didn't even talk about that. New that movie's Mutants. never going to see the light of day. Well, it's rumored now it's, it's not even going to be a movie. It's rumored now it's going to become a TV show on Disney+. Plus.
2: Yeah. Or get well, I saw the that TV. they were
0: they were thinking about releasing the film on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, but they were also going to
1: do a TV show, uh, which is, is really weird. Well, I the reshoots, they can't doing. get
0: it done because Anya Taylor-Joy's career is blowing up, and she won't come back to do the... She doesn't want to spend the time, is what I read.
1: Well, that's why you should get stuff right the first damn thing. Yeah, Don't rely on reshoots. I'm just throwing it out there, people. I don't know what could have been so bad about it. It looked awesome. Also in the news segment, uh, I Spent on Your Grave Deja Vu. Yeah. The only direct sequel to the 1978 classic. Yeah. Yeah, there has. I mean, direct, there's been sequels well, to yeah, the remake, but, but they direct, weren't. This is a direct sequel. Yeah. It has the original uh, girl from the original uh, "I Spit on Your Grave," and she's the mother. And it looks like the daughter after they after the person, one of the people she killed in the original "I Spit on Your Grave." It looks like the daughter. Uh, they kidnapped the mom looks like the daughter comes for vengeance and she, uh you hear the one of the clips in the trailer says you're even worse than your mother so it looks like uh it could be awesome that's coming just the blu-ray and dvd on april 23rd oh all right. so Come it's straight, quick yeah vod i forgot so. that that was being done yeah I, I just saw that today they released the the first trailer for it so i just wanted to throw some trailers out there and when also uh midsummer
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Of course, we you know we have to shout that out. I think Rafe put that up on the Facebook page. Yeah, he did, and it looks great from the director of Hereditary. Yeah, it does look good. It looks like The Wicker Man meets Village of the Dam meets. Yeah, I don't even know. Look kind of crazy. Hereditary, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it was crazy. (laughs) So I think about everything. So yeah. So if you guys want, uh, I'm probably going to throw all those up on the Facebook page. Because uh, I didn't have time. I just did that now. I just wanted to throw that out there in the news before somebody's like, hey, you guys didn't cover the new trailers this week. Yeah. No, thanks for bringing that up. Yeah. So, so, yeah, we do have a big show this week. Yes. Uh, no, no,
0: so, sorry. Now gonna we're going to take a break. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, if there's any news that we missed or if there's anything you guys want to add, feel free to hit us up on Facebook, like the page. Uh, also, find us on Twitter and on Instagram at HorrorZone607. We will be right back. back to the zone everybody so for weeks now we have been promising a triple threat match a fun little game that we're gonna play here and uh, we're a little late uh, this was something we planned on doing the week of valentine's day actually and would have
1: came out on valentine's day yeah
0: yeah exactly <laughs> so we're a little late to the party but we've had a couple uh, interruptions and i wasn't here last week so weather sickness all sorts yeah. of stuff. it's been all it's been a triple threat of things really so <laughs> Kind of, kind of fitting. So uh, the triple threat that we're gonna do is we're gonna have My Bloody Valentine 1981 versus My Bloody Valentine 3D, 2009. 2009 versus Valentine 2001. Yes. So, I've uh, got five different categories we're going to talk about, and basically, i uh, going to take the winner of each category and find out which, which which one is the triple threat, which one wins, which one is the best of the three. I,
1: I'm not going to bury the lead, but I already know which one's going to win. But, could, could, this but was, I was say, a little bit more surprised than, this, than this, I thought but... it was, you know, with, with this. Uh, so I don't know, because I... I at least from my own. All right, well, we'll see you in a minute.
0: So, so yeah, we've just... all got different opinions. Ron, There's... have you seen, I've seen I, I, each of the three I've, movies? I've seen
2: them all. I've seen them all. I just don't remember the first one that well. Okay. I'm not going to lie, because I was young when I watched it. Yeah. That was um, 1981.
1: But it, you, were, you would have been just a little tyke. Just a little tyke. Yeah. No, it was like
2: I saw 86, 87 was when yeah. I started by, into horror hormones. By
1: the way, watch all of them for your own self. There's yeah. there's good parts for all of them. Yeah, yeah, no, there really no, are, are. No matter which and, one wins, there is good parts. I'm sure we'll get to that. Also, if you're one of those people that just wants a refresher and don't want to watch the whole movie, for both My Bloody Valentine and My Bloody Valentine 3D, you can watch them, uh, the Dead Meat channel on YouTube. Yeah. He does a nice job of doing what he calls kill count. And it, gives yeah. all, it shows all the kills. And it tells about the synopsis of yeah. the movie. So if you wanted to just catch up that way, yeah, if you want to catch up that way instead of watching the whole thing, but I would suggest watching the whole thing. They're fun. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, they're great movies, especially. Yeah. The My Bloody no. Valentine in particular. Yeah. But Valentine gets a raw deal, you know, and we'll talk about that in here. Yeah, I'm
1: sure we'll jump to that. That's but, the one but, uh, with, uh, David, with the Boreanaz, yeah, David Boreanaz and, yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah, Denise yeah. Richards. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think of the, like, the little... right
2: one. Because the 3D one, I remember going to Syracuse because we didn't have 3D cameras here for that first. with uh, That was My Bloody Valentine 3D. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah that's I went up what, there to see that up well, there, too. Kerr yeah.
1: Smith's in that one. Um, Kerr Smith. Uh, Johnson and yeah. Ankles. Yep, yep, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah.
2: Okay, I'm
0: going to make sure I have the right ones. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was fun. All right. So, uh, first category, first up on the list here is Killer. So, My Bloody Valentine 1981, we got Harry Warden slash The Miner. My Bloody Valentine 3D, we got Harry Warden slash The Miner. And Valentine, we've got Cupid slash Jeremy Melton.
1: Okay, so so are we just talking about the character or what happens at the end? Um, Just basically, (laughs) are we going to go through it?
0: This one is the killer itself. What we think? Who is the best killer?
1: Who is Uh, the best killer?
0: Which one would you choose? Is the is the best killer?
1: The best looking of the killers would probably be by just a narrow margin, probably Cupid. Only because the mask was super creepy. Yeah, it was a creepy uh, mask. Not that the minor mask isn't, but it's just, I don't know. The, the mask was creepy. You had that with the peacoat and the mystery. Uh, not getting into, like, if we were going overall, I'd have a different opinion. But just by going from look of costume and aesthetics, I go with Cupid. Okay. See, I, I actually chose uh, a
0: tie. My Bloody Valentine and My Bloody Valentine 3D. I think that the... They're the same killer the in this... Same exactly. Outfit, so you gotta- <laughs> I think that between the two and, and uh, Cupid... I actually did chose, I chose both of those movies because they did have an identical looking, um, killer in it. So, so the minor is, is who I choose for both of them. So I actually had a tie because the movies are basically the same when it comes to that. Uh, so next up we've got backstory. So I'll give you guys a quick rundown of the backstory of each for anybody out there that doesn't know. So the first one, my bloody Valentine, 1981, um, The town has a Valentine's Day dance, uh, and it's been stopped after there was an accident in which two supervisors left several miners in a coal mine to attend the dance, the Valentine's Day dance. Because they forgot to check methane gas levels, there was an explosion that trapped the miners. Harry Warden was the only survivor, and he resorted to cannibalism to survive and went insane. He murdered the two supervisors and vowed further attacks if there was a Valentine's Day dance ever again. Uh, Warden was then placed into an asylum, and the accident was forgotten, so the dance resumed in 1981. My Bloody Valentine's Day, uh, My Bloody Valentine 3D. We got uh, pretty much the same thing, except it takes place, the, uh, the Valentine's Day is uh, 1997, and there's a cave-in that traps six miners working in the Hanager Mine in the town of Harmony, which is a rural community, rural mining community. Six days later, rescuers recover a comatose Harry Warden alongside his five co-workers, whom he killed to conserve his own oxygen. Teenager, Tom Hanniger is blamed for the incident due to forgetting to vent the methane lines. The following year, warden dressed in a gas mask and a mining suit goes on a murderous rampage, killing numerous uh, patients at a hospital where he had been staying. He then murders multiple party, uh, partying teenagers in the mine, but Tom, his girlfriend, Sarah and their friends, Axel and his girlfriend, Irene survived the ordeal. 10 years later in 2008, Tom inherits the mine after his father's death and returns to Harmony after a decade-long disappearance. Similar backstory. Valentine, very different story. At a junior high school dance for Valentine's Day in 1988, San Francisco, Jeremy Melton, an outcast student, asks four popular girls to dance. The first three girls, Shelley, Lily, and Paige, reject him coldly, while the fourth girl, Kate, politely responds, maybe later. Their overweight friend Dorothy accepts Jeremy's invitation after, after uh, the four previous girls shun him, and they proceed to secretly make out underneath the bleachers. When the school bully and his friends discover them, Dorothy claims that Jeremy sexually assaulted her. Joe and his friends then publicly strip and severely beat Jeremy, and his nose starts to bleed under the distress. Later, Jeremy is expelled and eventually transferred to a, a reform school. So that's the backstory on all three. Which one do you guys think has the best my bloody
1: valentine 3d okay just because they uh added on to the original and i love the uh grizzly hospital scene in the beginning of the yeah, movie. yeah, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: okay yeah I like that one.
0: uh i actually go with my bloody valentine the um excuse me let me we'll edit that out i'd like to go with uh for my choice for that we'll go with valentine
2: so that's it's my a choice
0: just because it was thing. different, the other two were the same. It's so.
2: a
1: slasher fan of me. I I love uh I just, well, I just like the fact that
2: it's like he's like he killed him just to save oxygen. He didn't really just eat him. Yeah, that, that was the two. That, that,
1: but then the 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 scene in the hospital was kind of yeah, 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 that was my jam.
0: Alright, so next up, we got a weapon of choice. So my bloody valentine, we got the pickaxe. My bloody valentine three D, we got the pickaxe. And Valentine, we've got a bow and arrow, knife,
1: axe, broken glass, a drill. We got a whole bunch of different things. Uh, I know I really would say pickaxe, but I'd have to. I have to go with uh, Cupid. And the reason why I go with Valentine is because how awesome was it that he kills somebody with a bow and arrow? <laughs> <laughs> <True>. <laughs> that, that that tongue-in-cheek thing that'll win me over there. That's not, I mean, pickaxe is more brutal, to be honest. But but the fact that he's uh, re- Cupid's more resourceful. And he uses a bow and arrow. If you did not use the bow and arrow, then I wouldn't pick Valentine.
2: All right, all right, Ron. I'm going with Valentine. Cause You're going uh, with Valentine all also. The different choices. I mean, it's a pickaxe and then everything else. Right, right. Straight, straight and simple. See, I went
0: with My Bloody Valentine, uh, and of course the. You went with both. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I went with those two again, you. so it was another tie for me. Uh, just because it was such a brutal thing, and it had... i don't remember it ever being seen in a movie where a pickaxe was the the. The weapon of choice for anybody
1: not quite then i mean shortly thereafter it was used in friday the 13th part, part two. two
0: yeah it's about the same time but i don't know yeah. to me it was such a
1: brutal oh it was brutal weapon. but i'm just saying i'm going with the fact that it was creative and then at one point in juncture because of the bow and arrow yeah. kill that's it because think about it they had it. they purposely put a bow and arrow killing because he was cute but it was great yeah right right like if they wanted to put that in the movie i wouldn't have picked that movie i'm being serious right it's just that one kill alone is just like oh that's that's just tongue and cheek and great. All right, all right. So
0: number four, the kills, the actual kills that were in each movie. So My Bloody Valentine, uh, eighty-one, pickaxe through the heart, murder. Um, I don't murder. think we have to go through all of them. I mean, well, there's just I, I'm going to go through all because there were some <laughs> great ones in the original. So we had murder and thrown into a laundromat dryer, drowning in a boiling <laughs> boiling hot dog water impalement through a showerhead, uh hanging and beheading of Howard Landers, which was one of the most annoying characters in in the history of film, double impalement by drill, nail gun to the head lot of awesome and, weapons we, and we don't have
1: to go any further because that my was, bloody valentine wins yeah like and to the point that they cut some of the scenes out in that movie because they were too disturbing yeah, to the MPA. they were so but you can get a cut and it looks all grainy now but you can have the unedited cut and you can purchase that on the impelment in, and in Blu, particular or, and blu-ray and it's super cool but you can tell where the cut features yeah. work because they're grainy but it's okay it's awesome uh uh, we'll just save some time. Uh, My Bloody Valentine 3D's kills were not as good. They although were basically they, just oh, they, the kills with the oh, pickaxe. Although they did do the homage with the dryer at one point in juncture. Yeah, but it wasn't as cool. No, it was a maid or something. And then Valentine, uh, the the kills were not that good. They go were pretty generic. You know, yeah,
0: slit throat, arrows to the chest, electrocution, <laughs> electrocution in a hot tub. Yeah, you know, but it you was... didn't
1: see much, and it's for yeah. Huge, they were kind of off-screen. they had a huge budget in Valentine too, and yeah. they just didn't come through on the kills. So. I, that's why I said you might as well save that because it's just My Bloody Valentine all day. Yeah. yeah the original. I'm,
0: I'm in agreement with that one. Uh, and Last but not least, the killer reveal. So My Bloody Valentine, it's revealed that, and this is a uh, spoiler alert for anybody that hasn't <laughs> seen this. Yeah, these. the next
1: three are, are so, spoiler Yeah, these alerts, are definitely
0: yeah. spoiler alerts because this is giving away the killer. So uh, My Bloody Valentine 81, it's revealed that one of the main characters, Axel Palmer, is the killer, not Harry Warden. Mm-hmm. my bloody valentine 3d in a surprise reversal from the original movie it's actually tom hanniger who was known as tj in the original uh but tom hanniger is the actual killer and in valentine jeremy melton is the killer but it's revealed that kate's boyfriend adam carr who's played by david Boreanis, is actually he had plastic surgery done and he is the killer
1: the, that was a good ending I, I gotta give it to this they are all well okay valentine was a decent spoiler it was a decent ending uh, 3D I did not like how they Executed the twist Because it just was weird And it just It didn't yeah, make sense I agree with you. However My Bloody Valentine The original Is probably second to only One other movie In twist ending Yeah Because all movie long You're pretty sure It's not him All movie long, you're either thinking it is Harry Warden or you're thinking it's TJ. Yeah. Because they lead you to believe that all movie long. And then when it's revealed to be him, it's amazing. Plus, the bonus scene, if you will, where he saws his own arm off and then runs away laughing manically is is amazing. Yeah, the only thing
0: I didn't quite understand, and all the times I've watched it, too, is just how he was so almost like schizophrenic yes. i mean i guess if you're schizo you don't see but he acted so normal the rest of the movie that mm-hmm. that was a little confused by the ending there with him the way he acted but and i don't know but still but a great ending it is a great ending and in, he's definitely who i i, I chose in, my, my bloody balance on
1: 81 in 3d i it, i think it would have worked better if he was doing it the whole time and knowing about it but they he like the end scene where he sees the minor coming Right, and he's the only one that can see it because he's crazy and he's the killer. Yeah, it's just a weird scene. Or and then earlier when he gets locked inside of the the chamber, and then they're showing you at the end. It was just like, wow, yeah. you're just rewriting some stuff to just just to make your ending fit. I just in it. Right. although Valentine uh, would be the the second place here because right? I do want to give props because that was great as far as a who done it, and nobody really was guessing it was. Uh, that character. Especially the reveal of that character. I mean you can see, pick I, it up.
0: I did. I did see it coming. There was too many red herrings in the movie. I thought it was pretty obvious that it was it was uh the Adam Carr character. Yeah. So but I, gonna... I disagree with you on that one. Just in my own opinion. It was good though. It was, it was good. good. I enjoyed like that, that movie that movie gets such but a that, bad rap. That's
1: why when you said the first point, I would have picked uh for the the villain I would have picked part one or well sorry, My Bloody Valentine. That's why I would have picked it because with the ending and everything that makes that killer better and superior to every other killer. Right. Just because that's just a great story and it's great ending. Yeah, I agree
0: with you. So, you know, triple threat battle, battle of the, the three Valentine's movies I've got the winner being the original My Bloody Valentine. I think that would be unanimous. That's
1: why I was going to go with anyways. Yeah.
0: For a long time, I actually thought the 3D one was a better movie. I, I, I enjoyed it more. I didn't care much for the original the first few times I watched it. And then when I saw that I loved it, revisiting them a month ago, I was wrong.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say you're nuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I still don't think that the remake is that bad. In no, terms it's of not remakes, horrible. It's one of the better ones. That
1: it's okay, it's been definitely a better remake. And Valentine so. definitely gets a raw deal. Uh, the one, the biggest, the biggest problem with that movie is that the kills are kind of dull.
0: That and it was too at
1: the time WB Network. You know, it was they were kind of going for what Scream did. What they put the tongue-in-cheek line about him being an angel. Yeah. Yeah. That actually was in the movie, yes. by the way. Yes, it was. The girl's like, oh, he's, he's. it's not like he's always an angel. Ha ha ha. Yeah. Oh, it's
0: yeah. so <laughs> shitty. It was. And uh, it was stuff like that that did hurt it. It's just something about the look of it, something about the casting. It just not wasn't. Not to
1: mention, every time somebody ends up dead in that movie, like their friends don't give a shit. Yeah, that's it. Have too. you ever noticed that? Like, yeah. like, anytime one of the friends, there's a group of friends that are all ending up dead. And like everyone, like one of them gets killed and like they'll go on with their lives. Like, okay, I'm just going to go on and go on my date. I'm going to go on. Well, to be fair though, they don't know that they're dead. No, when they bring them in the police station. They do know they're dead. They're and then they're sitting there in the police station arguing. They over know that who, the first girl's dead. Right, right. But instead Catherine of being upset, but instead of being upset about it, they're arguing over the fact that the one girl has a guy living in her house right. and the other one lets everybody into her pants. Ha 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 Yeah. Uh,
0: I mean to to be fair, if i want to play devil's advocate for it, they said that they hadn't seen the girl or really had any association
1: with her in like a decade. Well so But that doesn't mean if one of your friends who was well, close friends died whether you saw them You'd in be a decade upset. or not. Oh, yeah. you, you would just go on with your and day and argue about who you're <laughs> And that's boating. one of
0: my biggest pet peeves with a lot of the slasher movies because that does happen a lot yeah. where people just, like, they, they don't even get upset about it. They just move on, and it, that that really annoys well, me. Well,
1: most other slasher movies, to credit, to credit, and it also happens in both uh, My Bloody Valentine and My Bloody Valentine 3D, you don't find out about the deaths until it's, you, you find out. Like, you walk in on the body. And it's usually while you're running from the killer. Because they set it up. Uh, they're this classic slasher. You set it up where you're seeing... Deb- the only ones that aren't really like that is the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Because, like, Jason, Freddy, and even... Or not Jason, Freddy, sorry. Jason and Michael Myers usually hide the bodies. Yeah. And then yeah. you find them or... They gotta pop or out. J- Actually, Michael hides the bodies and then you just kind of find them by happenstance. Jason hides them so he can then later put them up all over the place to mess with the final girl if <laughs> right. you ever notice that he sets them up like booby traps yeah. or throws them through a window to break his way into a house so like mother like son with that right but where that kind of had the same thing in my bloody valentine both of them right, right. Is that nobody saw the bodies until after the fact although a decade later and people weren't all messed up about the fact that they watched their friends get murdered at a, a party like overly messed up because you think you would be right that part I don't, I can't defend but and yeah, uh, so I still go with my bloody Valentine though.
0: Yeah, yeah, same here. Round, no, I'm with you.
2: It's, it's seriously, it's, it's unanimous. Yeah,
0: so my bloody Valentine, 1981, is the winner. Yeah, we'll It'd do more be... of these, you know, one-on-one or triple threats yeah. in the future. Similar kind of things. You and know, it's, it's it's always fun. fun to pit them up against each other. So it's uh, definitely fun. Yeah, bloody disgusting and uh, arrow in the head tend to do face-offs from time to time. That's where I got the idea. So credit to those guys. It's a lot of fun reading them. Kind of wanted to do our first one this, you know, for for Valentine's Day.
1: Yeah, so Valentine's Day late though,
0: but that's okay. Yeah, we still- that's okay. We Even though we're off. coming up on on St. Patrick's Day, maybe we'll do these. Maybe we'll do one for the for the Leprechaun movies. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. I don't really not. want to go back and watch Neither all Do Leprechaun I? Movies, I <laughs> all right. So we're gonna take one final break here, and uh, when we come back. We're going to play one more little game here, kind of rapid fire questions for you guys about horror movies. Uh, so, again, uh, let us know what you guys think, though. The My Bloody Valentine's uh, Valentine itself. Hit us up on Facebook, on Twitter, Instagram, at HorrorZone607, or uh, on Facebook, HorrorZone607. So, we'll be right back. Hey, fuck! <laughs> back to The Zone. Uh, So for the third and final segment this week, kind of got the inspiration from this. uh, BloodyDisgusting.com yesterday posted um, a video of Jordan Peele, whose movie Us is going to be coming out on March 15th. I've already taken a half day to go see that one, so... uh, Can't wait to write a review about that. Hopefully it's going to be as great as it looks. Uh, But they sat him down and just kind of did a rapid fire question on him. Uh, There was nine different questions that they asked him about favorites this or least favorites that. Uh, So I kind of wanted to do that with you guys and uh, see what you guys think. So, uh, the very first question that he was asked is, first memory of seeing a horror film? So, that's what I'm going to ask you guys first. So, we'll start with Rich.
1: Yeah, I've talked about this before. My first memory of a horror movie is my cousins locked me in a room while they were watching the original Nightmare on Elm Street scared the shit out of me. Yeah. I think that's that's, <laughs> that's that's always been the same.
2: I Actually, it's It's not technically a horror movie, but watching Witcher in the Woods on yeah. VHS by yourself when you're freaking seven years old because it's a Disney movie. And back then... <laughs> The VCR was new new technology so the parents had it in their bedroom cuz they wanted to make sure it didn't get broken and I'm watching it in the dark and it freaked me out like something yeah. fierce. Took, I can see it the, doing that Mr. The,
0: Boogity did that to me when I was a little kid to the point kind of where Disney. I
2: couldn't remember the name of that movie for years until I finally and I like I need to rewatch it again. Yeah. It's so bad. though. It's so fucking scary. You should watch it. Maybe maybe do a review. Maybe. I maybe. Mean, <laughs> <laughs> but that, that was like the first like when you realize that there's actually scary movies out there.
0: Right. Well, mine, I've mentioned this many times in the past. Uh, The Exorcist is mine. Uh, There was a Friday or a Saturday night. I was in our basement. And uh, my brother, who was probably about four or five at the time, was flipping through some stations and came across WPIX, which we used to get in our area. And I'll never forget it. It was the scene where Linda Blair's head spins around (laughs) and uh, things are flying all over the place. And uh, it still torments me to this day. 30-something years later. Uh, So question number two. Favorite
1: horror movie soundtracks? Soundtrack? Are we talking score or are we sound talking like soundtrack? I went with a score. You could do either or. I'll go with both because I'll give you my both because I have one for actually I, it's a tie for my <laughs> soundtrack. But score, uh, Halloween, the original Halloween, John Carpenter. Uh, it's an amazing score. Uh, it's I don't know. It's just my favorite of all time. But soundtrack wise, is actual albums that were put out back you know when people actually put out real CDs and wasn't all digital uh, would be a tie between the Freddy vs Jason sign- soundtrack and the Scream three soundtrack. Screen three, good one. They're both phenomenal soundtracks, yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm, unfortunately, I gotta copy his answers all around. When you okay. actually break it down, the Halloween uh, uh score is just amazing, it's epic. It's what makes music be music, Is it gets you right in the tone for everything, and everybody tries to copy that. Yeah, and it just sometimes they sometimes they get close, and other times it just flops, right? Right, and those are that was bad, you know, those are two of the better horror soundtracks out there because that was when they were trying to really push soundtracks and telling them, you know, to get rights to the music and stuff. Right, right. And they're both really solid. They're both really good.
0: I agree. Yeah, with mine, I mean, obviously Halloween, I went with that as well for my answer. Uh, But I also did put down uh, The Fog and The Thing. Um, Basically, anything The Carpenter did in the late 70s, early 80s was fantastic. They were similar. Christine had a good one, also very similar. Um, Prince of Darkness, you know, they, they were all very similar. But uh, Halloween greatest
2: yeah. score and the things I, I put thing number two, I yeah put, I put thing number two. The Fog is one if you haven't seen that in a long it's time. Been a long time. I watch I, it. I had to
0: rewatch it. Very underrated horror movie. One of my all-time favorites. I have, I have We're talking it. about the original. The original. The original. Yeah, the original. yeah, I, I refuse it. to acknowledge <laughs> that there's <was> a remake. <laughs> don't do it, anybody. Don't do it. <laughs> if you want to see what not to do, <laughs> Dude, <laughs> that should have been one of my questions on here. What not to do? Don't make the Fog. Ironically enough, The Mist was good though. The Mist was fantastic. I I was afraid to watch that because I was afraid it was going to be another rip off of
1: especially the ending. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. All right. Question number three. Favorite B horror movie. Oh, hi-o. I think I think we know. So I, I got two answers right up top. Uh, of course, one we were talking about earlier because I got super excited about it, Critters, and the second one is actually Ghoulies. They're 1A, 1B. <laughs> so, <laughs> booyah. That was a good I answer. answer. <laughs> I, it's right off the top of my head. I didn't even prep for this because I wanted it to be, and I, I'm just excited I got to say about those movies. And off-air, Rich
0: did make it clear that he did not prep for this, even though I gave him a heads <laughs> up ahead of time we were going to do this segment uh, because he wanted to
2: do these off the top of his head. Um, killer Clones from Outer Space. Uh, I, love, one? I, I, I love that movie
0: <laughs> yeah i kind of thought from mine i thought about going with some of those i went with some you know a couple movies that were more recent uh and there were two of them uh, i've talked about one of them actually both of them on the show before malevolence great great horror movie but it is a b movie and also stitches which is a great irish horror movie if you guys haven't seen either one check them out
2: especially stitches yeah, if, I, if i had to pick another one to be a uh, call it chucky was, yeah. yeah i like call a call it chucky too. yeah
0: I prefer Curse, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But Cult, Cult was definitely to... B movie I mean, material. Funny, yeah, it was was funny. It's just funny
2: <laughs> watching them all run around.
1: I think I think Curse is actually it was actually a major theater <laughs> yeah. drop. It, Cult was not.
0: It wasn't in theaters. It went direct to video. Well, Curse but it should have been. been. Yeah, it should have no, been. So, in theaters. Say, Cult, Cult definitely was. No. Direct Cult to video. was directed. It was direct to uh, AMC. In fact, yeah. if I remember, yeah. AMC yeah. and so, so uh, and Netflix.
1: All right. Uh, question number four: Scariest horror villain of all time. Ooh, that's a tough one. That's a, that's that one right there. Super tough. I'm actually not going to go with ones that I, I, you would think I would go with my scariest of all time. Leatherface. Okay. Uh, something about Texas chainsaw massacre really bothers me. And I think it's because it could happen. Like I, Unfortunately. I, I know Jason's not real cause you know, zombies don't exist. I know that Freddy's not real because you know, that just doesn't happen. Uh, Michael Myers technically could happen too, but I think he's more brooding. I don't know if he's more scary. Something just scary and unsettling about Leatherface. So, okay. Leatherface, see, good see, answer. My,
2: uh, my mind is going the way, the kind of thing of something that could actually happen. The, the the Hound Club or whatever from a hostel. The club. Ah. Uh, okay. the, whatever, I the didn't Hound, think about that. The Hound that. Club or whatever they were called. Cause you yeah, get the, tattoo, summer, yeah. the tattoo to be in it. Right, right. Like that, to me, you got enough money. You could pay to kill somebody. Great
0: answer. Both of you guys, great answer for Ron. Coming up big there. Oh, that freaks me out. I it didn't even th- think about that.
2: I don't know. I forget what the frick that club's called.
0: Well, <laughs> let us know when you find yeah, it. You're I, good with. Ron's I, I, good with I, I, his I, I, research. I'm
2: looking that out now. <laughs> go, uh, go ahead.
0: While he's looking that up, I'll get my answer. So I wanted to say Michael Myers just because everybody knows how much I love Halloween. However, we're going to go uh, with a similar answer to what I had with, not, with uh, my answer for the first question here. I went with Reagan slash Pazuzu. From the Exorcist.
1: Yeah, because it terrifies you. Mortifies me. <laughs>
0: Will always haunt me until the day I die. So, moving on. And Ron, you can come back in with that answer. anytime uh, uh, you want. So. Yeah, I'm
2: coming. No, just Should we give him a minute? No, no let's go, go ahead. Should so we go number five? Keep we'll go down. with number five.
0: Uh, you're going to assemble an Avenger-style crew of villains. Who's on your list? And uh, basically, they didn't in, in the uh, video really give like a
1: limit, but choose four or five. Okay, so, uh, wow. There's movies on YouTube that I told you guys to watch that <laughs> yeah. do this that are really bad. Uh, but uh, let's see. If I had to pick it, you know what? I'm just going to go with the Merkins cast. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Merkins. They yep. do with the Slash Street Boys and stuff. So let's go with the Slash Street Boys. Yeah, Freddie. Freddy. You got Jason. Michael Myers. Leatherface. And Ghostface.
2: All right. You definitely need Freddy in there. You would need uh, Jason in there. See, I'm not a big Ghostface. Like, I'm not a huge Ghostface person. He's just a Michael Myers kind of rip off to me <laughs> you need comedy man i don't know I, I like michael myers uh the leprechaun would be the comedy and you just need the the group that i'm just talking about because you need the money you need the funding all right <laughs> they'd be the guy bad guy sitting in the background funding it all.
0: sure so i kind of i went a little little off uh off the path with this one, uh, I did start it out with some obvious answers. Freddy Krueger, for obvious reasons. You got the guy that can attack you. He's brutal in your dreams. I uh, did go with Jason Voorhees because he is a big, just unstoppable, brooding killer. And then this is where my list gets a little bit different. I went with The Thing because The Thing can shape, you know, shift into anybody and you don't know that they're there with you. So what perfect person to have on your thing to have on your side, no pun intended. Uh, the Xenomorph and Pennywise the Dancing Clown. Because he again can kind of shapeshift into different things, and you know, right. comes up with your worst fears. So good answer. All right, uh, number six, least favorite horror movie tropes. Yeah, tough question. I had to actually do some research for this one. Come back
2: to me. Cause I to <laughs> <try it out. laughs> well, I guess you're leading off. Cause so so like, I'm going to lead this one off. Yeah, just so just so I have an idea if I'm picking right.
0: Okay. So mine, um, I actually had a couple things here that, that kind of bug me. So the overuse of jump scares in a movie, or the use of a mirror uh, to try to get a jump scare. Uh, also, uh, when a killer is down and the character drops their weapon right next to the killer. And those are that's your two. Those are my those are the two I went with. Yeah, the the, the, the freaking trip. Yeah. Freaking trip.
2: <laughs> and the that's goddamn a nail for no reasoning. Freaking quiet place. <laughs> Oh, there you go, right. <laughs> dude. I don't give a crap because it's gonna be in some other. There's some other movie where they trip off the same, basically the the trip and then the 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 item that causes the trip. Yeah, <laughs> I don't care. That's that's it.
1: I guess I guess I'll go with. uh, So my first one was off-screen kills, just because they annoy me. Yeah, Uh, unless there's a good reason behind it, they should never happen. So there's some there's some movies where the off-screen kills are right, but then other movies it's just because they're cheap and they don't want to pay for the effects. So. Damn them. And <laughs> the other, my, my, my second one is the illogical shit that happens in horror movies, period. So, okay. like, think about it. If your friends started to come up missing, you would just get the hell out of Dodge after a minute. I'd as soon leave as you guys found, behind in a heartbeat. As soon as you found one dead, I'm out. Yeah. So I'm not going to stick around to the end. There's going to be... Rich is going to be out. I'm going to be three counties over while you're getting chopped up. You're going to be the guy yeah. in Friday the 13th Part 2 that stays <laughs> but, at the bar. But I understand... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was dumb luck, by the way. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. But... I want to point out, if what I just said happened, then all horror movies would be gone. That's true. Because uh, we kind of need stupidity to make it happen. Now, I'm a little disappointed because I thought for sure you were going to say the, the cell phone always. Oh, I have no signal. I have no signal. Well, that also annoys me, too. Cell phone and then the car. Yeah. The car never has gas or something just wrong Start it. Like, it was perfectly fine that like 10 minutes ago. You know. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, sometimes they do a good job of disabling a car. I.e., I want to give a pitch out there, uh, Friday the 13th Part 3. The, the, the motorcyclists, they come and they uh, siphon the gas out of the, the van, yeah. and then you find out later. But then she's also dumb because there's a reserve tank on that damn thing. <laughs> so, Which would have worked it goes, if it wasn't for that, that terrible bridge falling apart. Right, but apart it also would have worked if she would have clicked it right over to the reserve tank. Yeah. Yeah, oh, Chris. So, I'm just saying, I mean, it's good and it's bad.
0: No. Yeah, you're right. Alright, question number seven. Favorite horror movie trope? You want me to start that one off too? Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: All right. So I went with the uh, dark, creepy atmosphere in a really well done haunted house, uh, such as like the Overlook Hotel or uh, in The yeah. Shining or One Twelve Ocean Avenue in, in Amityville. So yeah, I, I love the dark atmosphere and you know like creepy, creepy atmosphere in the suspense. movies. Suspense. Yeah, but just like just the way that no, they make the that's, house that's look. Oh, that's your answer. Mine okay. is
1: suspense. Uh, that's why I've decided after I've been watching, I've been rewatching the Friday the Thirteenth movies with my kid. I've decided that part three is amazing. Because it, it's cheesy because of the 3D. However, it's the most suspenseful Friday the 13th by far.
0: Yeah, and Luke disagrees. He thinks that movie's horrible. Really? But I, I, I like that okay, movie. Okay, so a the, lot. Kills,
1: the kills are kind of cheesy because of the 3D. But if you take out that, you know, which you have to forgive because that's what they did with it. But the the stalking and the suspensefulness there is no other Friday the 13th where you really feel yeah. like oh man something's gonna happen and then it doesn't yeah. oh man something's gonna happen then it doesn't oh man something's gonna happen and then you're like oh nothing's gonna happen and then that's when it happens a little bit of that in part 2 The kind of bit, you could see that, that that's what inspired part, part three. 3 but 3 is like mastered it like, it really I, is mind you I know every kill in that movie I'm watching with my kid and I felt that sensation of suspense in my stomach even though I knew it was gonna happen yeah that's the weirdest thing. I'm just like wow this is masterful I've never noticed that before uh, by far, and and then I get crapped on by this, we've watched up to part five. Part five is probably one of my favorites.
0: Yeah, part five Fight I, me. Fight me, <laughs> all you people who don't know. I fight me change register. I have uh kind of leaned that way in, in recent
1: years too after most, watching it.
0: It is the most mean spirited one and the it's higher spirited.
1: It's brutal. The the kills are amazing. Yeah. Uh, wow, there's there's nothing. There's that movie just amazing.
0: It's like you know, like going back to Halloween three. People need to get over it. Yeah, they need to get over the fact that Jason's not in the movie. It is. It's just like all the other movies. It's a hockey mask killer. He's yeah. just tell, he happens I to be a copycat say, I, killer. I, okay,
1: I'll I dare people to do this. Think about it as Jason. Don't even think about it as as the fact that it's it's the paramedic. And that's what I do. So just think about it. If you look at that movie. Take out the twist ending, even though you know it's going to happen, and you just look at that oh, yeah. movie as a Friday the 13th movie, because up until that end, you didn't know any better. Trust me, that movie's phenomenal, and well, the kills are just brutal. Well, here's
0: the other thing, too. You know, what people get so up in a, you know, get their panties in a twist about with it is that it was built up like it was going to be um, Tommy Jarvis that was the killer. W- What's the difference? It was yeah. somebody different. You would have been okay with Tommy Jarvis being the killer, but you're you're upset the, that Roy Burns
2: was. Yeah, they they switched on you and through the movie. Like
1: yeah. the, the only thing I've ever said that I don't like about the movie is for storyline purposes they don't give you enough hints that that is even a possibility. Like the only thing you ever see is Roy come to pick up the body, and I guess they do stay a little bit long on his face for no. But there's no. Yeah, reason. A, a couple of looks just, he gives. But if, if you think about it, it just looks like a bad shot. Yeah, like like it didn't they didn't convey enough like it would have been something if like there was a slip of a wallet and you saw the picture in the wallet Mm -hmm. like earlier in the movie or if you saw him again during the movie and it was kind of like, you know, I you need kind of a tie in and that's the only reason I the ending kind of throws me off because you're like when you see him like so the guy that was a throwaway character in the beginning of the movie come to find out it was but you don't get any of those pieces at all, right? Like like you need something. I didn't need to know that it was his kid. Per se, but it would have been nice to be like, oh, there's a little red herring in the movie, just at least one or two, right? Just like so that way it was a possibility because then it doesn't, you don't think it's a whodunit. I mean, For most of that movie, you either believe it's Jason, yeah, and if maybe you don't Jason believe it's the Jason, then you think it's Tommy Jarvis, yeah. Jason so, is the red herring, yeah, but but yeah. it's, but there you, I know what you're saying, usually in those movies, there's a little clue, but that's yeah. the only thing. But I, I like I said, I, I will argue anybody, they so it's
0: phenomenal. <laughs> It's a grimy movie. Yeah, it's, it's, oh, man, I so love good. that movie.
1: It really is. It's one of the better ones in the series. Listen, it's, and, and, I, and I, I'll get, hey, I, I, it's better than Final Chapter. Uh, I wouldn't go that oh, far. Oh, it is. It's way better than Final Chapter. And I'm going to tell you why. Final Chapter is hokey as shit, man. Hokey. Well, the only good parts yeah, of Chris Final... Crispin Glover's exactly, dance. Exactly. That's the only good part. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not complaining about the movie. It's definitely not one of the worst movies in the line. It's just yeah. one of the better ones. But if you go back and watch, it's kind of hokey. Like, there's some stuff, man. Savini, I just think, like, threw shit at the wall because he's like, oh, this is the last one, so let's just go all out. <laughs> Which I'm not upset about. I love Tom Savini. Right. But I, there's some stuff that I, I think they could have done without. Yeah.
2: yeah. So. My, mine's the 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 previous survivor dying in the next
1: one. Oh, Friday the 13th. Ooh. A la their yeah, that amazingness.
2: Hostel, Hostel 2, when it starts yeah. off and the guy that got away. And back, you know, that brings back the Hostel. It's the elite hunting club. Ah, ah okay <laughs> but that, that like that trope is something I always found fun well, that's always
1: fun yeah uh, Friday the 13th does that well yeah. except yeah. for uh, two into three because I can't yeah.
2: get her back to do a scene damn
1: it we're really? not coming up with some thoughtful answers you usually you're the quiet one of the bunch here and God,
2: então, like awesome answers this week. Then go well, while they do it in uh, what? King Kincaid, Kinkade, and, yeah, and three. Three, three to four. Yeah, three to <laughs> yeah. four. All yeah.
1: survivors from uh, three are dead at the beginning of four. Oh, yeah. Kincaid, including including the body double for Patricia Arquette. She didn't want <laughs> to <it> come back <laughs> <laughs>
0: Tuesday night. Yeah, which is her real name. Yeah, I know. Uh. But yes,
1: she's only in it briefly. If you're playing, you blink, it, you it's not the same. Yeah, never mind. They look completely <laughs> different. <laughs> All right, I can't wait to hear what your
0: answers are for uh, question number
1: eight here. Best final, girl. Ooh, ooh, that's a good one. I'm a, I, You know what? One of my favorite series of all time is, is Nightmare on Elm Street, so I always go with Heather Lane Camp. I go with Nancy.
2: Nancy? yeah, right. that,
1: that It's one of my favorites.
2: Yeah, that, I have to copy that one. You're going to go with Nancy, yeah, too? Yeah, I just, that one, it's the only reason why I rewatch it. So, um, I, I have
0: a definitive answer for this, but there was a couple of... You guys like to know, I I, I like to do my honorable mentions. <laughs> okay. So, I had a few of them here. So, uh, the first one in the very, very underrated final the, the Final Girls... Um, Thaisa Farmiga's character in that movie is called Max Cartwright. I normally don't care much for her. She acts very similar in everything that she's in. She's kind of like she was in the first season of uh, American Horror Story. Uh, but she was a really strong character in that movie. And if you guys have not seen The Final Girls definitely check it out one of the great 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 horror comedies you will not be disappointed um secondly uh taylor gentry who was played by angela angela gothels uh in behind the mask uh great another great one i've talked about i've done a review on the show um she was a great final girl uh and uh third honorable mention jamie lloyd played by daniel harris in halloween four and five i mean she's a little girl when i was nine ten years old I, th- I was terrified I'd be I'd be one of the victims in one of those things because I was I would have been frozen and she makes a comeback as Annie in the yeah Rob zombie movies but but just the Jamie Lloyd character yeah. being nine ten years old and going through what she did she was such a strong final girl uh, but ultimately I decided to go with Ginny Field from Friday the 13th part two played by Amy Steele just mm, a great that,
2: great final girl that's a good one too yeah,
0: just, yeah I think she was the best in that entire series very very strong she was a wise you know with all the wise cracks throughout the movie and she was so she was just tough I could you that. mean Toughest not nails. the
1: telekinetic girl not, not the telekinetic
0: me. girl who i was lucky enough to meet at horror or uh Scaricon, excuse me Scarecone. last year so no i did not go uh with her but yeah jenny field is my my choice all right all right question number nine and this is a tough one too
1: favorite horror movie performance Favorite horror movie performance by I'm assuming an actor in a, in a horror movie. Yeah. Oh man, that's a tough one. That really is a tough one. Just uh, some great ones. So yeah, I'm it's gonna a tough I, I gotta go. I'm gonna go back to back on this. I'm going go Robert Englund, Freddy Krueger. Okay, he's the only he's the only killer in any of the movies that really has to act. I'm not saying the other guys aren't talented. I'm just saying that uh, if you think about it, he's the only one that really talks. He's the only one that you know mm-hmm. has any kind of interactions that are worth like a full act on. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Robert Englund because I don't think you top him as far as uh, acting. Not to mention he's a classically trained actor. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Good. Great answer. Uh, He did some summer stock.
2: Shakespeare uh, in the park. (laughs) I don't want to copy your answer, but that's the best answer I got, too. I'm trying to think. What's yours? Maybe I'll switch mine.
0: Also have some honorable mentions. No, that's fine. Because there's I just might... so many. He, he loves the No, 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 mentions. that's fine. I'm just. Yeah, just maybe want... you can choose one of these. Yeah, I don't want to so... copy. I
2: don't want to co- feel like I'm copying Rich through all this.
0: No, no, that's fine. Um, so the honorables I have. First of all, Sissy Spacek and Piper Lori both in uh, Carrie. Especially uh, Piper Laurie. Uh, just sends chills down my spine every time I see that. And what is otherwise not really much of a horror movie. Um, also, George C. Scott from The Changeling—he was great in that movie. Just very underrated horror movie. Oh, I, forgot,
2: I forgot about The Changeling.
0: Um, but kind of had a tie when it came down to my favorite performances. Um, Anthony Perkins in Psycho was one of them, and Jack Nicholson in The
1: Shining.
2: No, yeah, they're both good. And yeah, Nicholson's good. I, I, I gotta go, Robert England. I gotta, I gotta. Fair enough. Jump, I got. Sorry, I'm jumping. It's a great on answer. So yeah, I just. He's, he's the reason why I actually watched a lot more horror movies yeah was all them. Um, like I've told the story before watching when six came out and we watched one through five in like three or four days we just run down to hey people I'm old video store and get the VHS you like one go home watch it run down the later that day get that and we watched one through five in like three days and like I didn't sleep right for a week <laughs> Oh, man. It'll do it.
1: He almost brought Freddy's dead again, he, but he called it I, six. He called it six. I know. I didn't call him out <laughs> on it either. I let it go. I let it slip. No. No. We've talked way more about yeah, that yeah, movie yeah, than I anybody I should. Think it's my fa- I think it's my favorite thing to shit on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying. It was coming
2: out in theaters. We had this habit of watching all the movies in order. You know what?
1: It's not the worst, though, because uh, Jason Goes to Hell is way worse. <laughs> oh, yeah. But but there's no comedic. Like, at least we get some comedic mileage out yeah. of it. Uh, out of uh, freddy's dead
0: just side story with that today at work i have a tv near my desk at work jason x was on everybody was like oh is this jason x oh is this jason x
1: yeah it's wow. all i should have named that as the b movie that's a shit b movie but it's great <laughs> i love that there's parts of that movie i love i'm in love with the uh of course the one of the greatest kills ever the cryogenic, the cryogenic frozen freeze. face yeah but then the rest of the movie's so cheesy but it's great with uh all he wanted was his machete bag. <laughs> Yeah. I'm
0: still want my money back from going to see that in the theater and
1: whatever it was to regret. I don't, I don't, regret, I don't regret anything about that movie. Nothing. Uh, Nothing. That movie is that's fun. It's like a it's a real cheesy B-rated movie, man.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna call this right now the only Friday the thirteenth that we have this year is in September. We're gonna do a whole show based on that. When, when it gets closer. Bro, Jason X? Just the whole, No, well, <laughs> I hope not. I don't know if we can get a whole show out of that. We probably could. But no, just the series in general. Oh, okay. So that's, I think it'll be a fun show. For me. So just a little heads up six months in advance, everybody. All right, so the last question, I, I did add a tenth question. This was not in the Jordan Peele video. And uh, it's going to be kind of similar to the Avengers question that we had earlier. But uh, I, I think that we're probably all going to be in agreement on this,
1: as most people would be. Uh, but you're, you're Mount Rushmore of horror movie villains. I don't think we're going to be because okay. I, I went at this a different way. okay I was originally gonna go at it like my my favorites. And I was like, but no 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 I have to I have to come back. So first first installment you have to go with legendary. you have to go with where it started so I went with Dracula. Ah. there's no bigger uh, universal monster than Dracula that I mean you can argue if you have your favorites because personally my favorites a creature from the Black Lagoon. Mm-hmm. However, Dracula is the icon of that at that era, right? You move forward. The next golden age of horror was really in the '70s, and what movie was the golden age of horror's greatest movie and probably the greatest horror movie ever? That's Halloween. So Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. So you have that you have Michael Myers. Next up to bat, Jason, because you Michael Myers started the slasher. Jason perfected it. It's kind of like you know your arguments about you know the the punk rock. So, yeah. So you have Dracula, Michael Myers. Jason Voorhees. And then I was struggling. I was struggling with the last one because I wanted to do something newer. But I just don't have nothing newer. So just Freddy Krueger by judgment of Nightmare on Elm Street. one of the greatest franchises of all time. There's just nothing newer-wise that's been as transcended. Closest thing would be the Scream movies. But I don't really think Ghostface yeah. is worthy of being on Mount Rushmore. I think I like Ghostface. He's yeah, in my Yeah, How many but... different people wore the costume? Yeah. It's not one. Yeah. So that's mine. So Dracula... Michael Myers, Jason, or Freddy. All right,
2: Ron? See, I want. I understand what you're saying with Dracula, but I want with uh, actually uh, Frankenstein's monster okay. as that being, you know, like somebody created something like the first creation. Uh, I understand what you're saying with Michael Myers, but I'm just I skip right to Jason for the fact of that was the perfection of the slasher film into Freddy Krueger, just because he hits it's he hits all the tropes. He hits. All the all the comedy points you need. It's the same guy in multiple copies of the you know, it, so he's he's the icon that he's got to be there. For the fourth one, it's me just being me. It's going to be one of the random deadites from uh, Army of Darkness or Evil Dead. Oh, just because I, I like or, or the Necronomicon something one from that. Just because I, those are. Just some of the ones that I really enjoyed. No, I agree
0: with that. I, when yeah. we did the Avengers question, I almost yeah. said the puzzle box, you know, yeah. from uh,
2: yeah. I, I was thinking like the Necronomicon yeah. instead of the uh, instead of the elite hunting group. Yeah. Uh. And, but I'm like, well, somebody's got to fund it, and no. Uh, yeah. I went, I went with the money aspect.
0: See, I went with the four most obvious ones, uh, but it's because I think they've made it the most famous, and that would be Michael Myers, who right. again was kind of like the first most well-known uh, of the horror um, slashers. Uh Freddy Krueger. Because it's Freddy jason because it's jason like you said he perfected yeah. it and uh leatherface yeah I, who i again the first time i saw the, the original movie i was scared to death as hokey as that wasn't it you know mm-hmm. in in parts of it uh leatherface you know at least the original version of him absolutely mortifying it's plausible that's why i said it's plausible it could happen yeah yeah could happen all right so uh so that's our our uh, questions for this segment here mm-hmm. Uh, kind of want to know what you guys all think out there. You know, reach out to us. Hit us up on Facebook or on Twitter or on Instagram. You know, tell us. What do you think? Well, you know, answer those questions yourself. We want to know what you guys think out there. So, you know, get in touch with us. Let us know. Um, I think that's gonna be the show for this week, unless you guys have anything else to I
2: was add. say. That's all I got. That's all I got.
0: All right, all right. So we'll be back at it next week if the weather cooperates and health uh, health is good. So uh, we hope you guys enjoyed the show. We'll be back next week in Horror Zone Six Zero Seven. Take care, everybody.